Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? What's up? It is Shoot Taylor, a.k.a. Blake Lee in some circles. It's kind of like a multiverse. And you are tuning in to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, the number one podcast for professional wrestling. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time. Your host, Stu Palmer. A warm welcome, this is episode 126 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast and my guest today comes all the way from El Salvador, it's Pro Wrestling Stories author and contributor Javier Oost. He's written many articles for Pro Wrestling Stories including the WWF steroid scandal of the early 1990s, his spin on it, a different way of looking at it as well, it's been reported in the media for so many years but his writing is amazing, Javier's writing is fantastic, it's not easy to write and I just appreciate everything he does. He also has one story where he looked after the Iron Sheik at the show. There's a bit of a bad story connected to that, but Yavia goes into depth about what happened to the Iron Sheik on that day. It was an outside show at a baseball stadium, and you'll get to hear loads about that. He's a huge Oakland Raiders fan, obviously. The franchise has moved to Vegas, but he's got some great stuff to talk about from the NFL team, from the glory days, and what's happening in current times with the team. So, without further ado, my guest today for episode 126 is the fantastic writer for Pro Wrestling Stories, author, contributor, Yavia Oost. Enjoy. My guest, all the way from El Salvador, my first guest from El Salvador, it is a man who writes for Pro Wrestling Stories. He's been writing for Pro Wrestling Stories for a long, long time. I'm a huge fan of your articles and your writing. It's Javier Oost on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And can I say a big, big thank you because you got me in contact with Mad Maxine a few months ago. You got that rocking and rolling. She was a fantastic guest. And yeah, just I love everything about the way you write. And, and just the old school man, because I know you love the old school wrestling. So welcome to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for having me, Stu. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of yours. 
thanks for having me on. I, I like your enthusiasm. You're, you're, you're just, you're just full of energy when, when I don't have energy and I just want to relax listening to a podcast. I, I have to listen to others, others, not yours, because you, you just, you just give me energy and make me want to uh, write and, and do stuff. <laughs> and I just, just kidding. I love, I love your work, man. Seriously. Thank thanks for having me on. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Now you've been writing for progress and stories for quite some time. There's one heck of a following across the socials. And obviously, you know, there's the main website and there's great contributors. I've had Evan Ginsberg on, JP Zorka. I'm missing loads out here because there's been plenty. Lanny Poffo. Lanny Poffo's been doing some bits and bobs, I've noticed. But I mean, you've done over 100 articles now. And yeah, just like the, the, the thought process, the creative process for you and how, you know, you make it your style. That's what I want to know first and foremost. Well, honestly, like the, the way I go is uh, I have to feel the, the, uh, the, I have to get excited about the story first, about the, the topic first. It's, I think Pro Wrestling Stories is different than other websites in terms of uh, other websites. They touch upon the current, current events, the current news. So they have to, they have to take that. They have like 10 to 12 articles sometimes a day because they have to cover what, what happened to WWE, AEW rumors and uh, NWA Japan. So they got to be churning out articles pretty much constantly and, and not necessarily long ones, but still it's, co it's, it's constant content uh, every day. But for pro wrestling stories, it's, it's, it concentrates itself more on, on happenings, but of the past. It's more of a classic. It's a frame of reference, but from the classic and the classic stories and what happened, like uh, uh, everything from hotel brawls to, to behind their curtain stories to something that happened wrong in the ring or on the road. So pro wrestling stories is really about stories surrounding pro wrestling but not necessarily what happened in the ring and for the most part not of the new stuff so the way i do it again i gotta get excited about the story and i look at it and then i gotta psych myself up and say okay if you're gonna go down this path you gotta you gotta complete it and and that's kind of like my mindset i get when i write a story literally it's two days of just focusing on that it's it's i'm just I'm not, a, I'm not a nice guy to be around those two days. I'm like people interrupting me and listen, man, just, just leave it, leave it at the door or, or, or take a message. I'm, I'm, it's almost like 48 hours. I'm, I'm working on that story, but uh, it's just this, because you just put, you just put it all in that story because you want it to be the, the best work possible before you uh, uh, give it to the, uh, you know, you, you send the draft in for, for editing. And hopefully everything turns out right in the end, and the and the and the readers enjoy it, and uh, and they and they share it, and uh, and if and if they're really really paying attention, they'll see my name at the top. Hey, I like the way this Javier guy writes. That that doesn't always happen because it didn't. That's not the way I when I I became a, I was first a fan of the page, and I honestly rarely noticed who would write the articles until I started writing. I started noticing who was, whose work it was to me. It was just pro wrestling stories, right? Just, I like that page. So in a sense, we're all working together so that the page uh, just succeeds and, and just is out there with the best product possible. And, and, and in the end, it's for the, the, the fans enjoyment. We enjoy what we do and, and we want the fans to also feel that and engage in, in, in the social medias and, and just, just a wrestling supposed to be fun. Right. I mean, 
it's not supposed to be that serious. We take it seriously, but we're supposed to be having fun as well. That's the main. That's the main thing, man. That's absolutely one hundred percent. That's good. Good. Good way of putting it. Absolutely. You know, there's too much online these days. Uh, I've never known such a toxic environment in terms of the IWC. Obviously, I'm going into something else here, but yeah, I've never known anything like it. Even with football, soccer here, you know, I've never known. I've never known it. Honestly, I have to come away from some of the groups, man. It's horrendous. I'm part of a lot of groups because I I like to know what's going on. But honestly, you just got to go in there and, and just just kind of put like a, a barrier between I, I i rarely get into those uh those online uh debates arguments fight it, it's just it just gets so ridiculous and honestly i could all that energy of me trying to prove someone wrong who's who's gonna think how they want to think i could put that and en- use that energy to to write another article or 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 do anything else but but get into some kind of facebook uh uh you know spat it's, it's just not worth it let's just enjoy what we enjoy i like this you don't and that's fine you think rick flair shouldn't wrestle i think he he should just go for it and that's fine that, that doesn't make us enemies you know it's just uh, we're just passionate but when passion over overtakes uh you know rationality and and, and common sense that's where the problem is and, and in the end it, what's so funny is that all everyone's in these facebook arguments the wrestlers and the performers they have no idea absolutely they they, 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 they're living their lives they most of them rarely unless you're 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 engaging them directly on on their twitter accounts they don't know about you defending him or 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 or, uh messing you know making these disparaging comments toward him they don't know that so it's like it's like you and me arguing about who's better, Spider-Man, Superman, or Batman. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? Let's just let's just enjoy what we like, you know, let's, let's, and go on with our lives. You know, <laughs> I've got to pick out a, a story that you did. It was fantastically written. Obviously, we've heard about it. You know, it was it was on Dark Side of the Ring, but it was great seeing it from your perspective in written form about the steroid scandal, 1992, Vince McMahon. I, I love that. I love that. So, yeah, just putting that together, man, piecing that together. You know, you say you have a couple of days to, to do it and stuff. That's your timeline, your time frame. But, yeah, I'd like to know the creative process with that and how you put that together because it was fantastically done, man. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, the, the way that worked, Dark Side of the Ring, it takes them several months to put those episodes together. And when I saw that they were going to uh, touch upon that, I knew it was something that would be interesting to look at, but it is so dense and full of details. And there's so many things that went on. And, and, it's, and, and the timeline is a little extensive because first it was the doctor, right? That was, uh, that was what was his name? Uh, Zahorian. Yeah, he was Zahorian. The third, uh, he was, he was distributing, a, a, you know, steroids and to the wrestlers. But then later on, they put McMahon on trial and, 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 and that's another thing, but what really made me, uh, so, so I didn't want to go at it as a, as a perspective where I didn't want to grab everything and make an article out of something that's been talked about and written about 
you know, in books and Dark Side of the Ring. I didn't want to just do the same thing. What really inspired me to take the angle I did, which was the Donahue show, was uh, a, a podcast called uh, Pro Wrestling Spotlight by uh, John Arezzi. And he, he talked, he was on the show. And he had this radio show back in the day where it was one of the basically one of the first shows that kind of talked about wrestling and, and not necessarily all kayfabe. He was kind of shooting, shooting and kayfabe style. And he has a podcast and he goes back and looks at episodes 30 years ago. And when when that Donahue episode came up and I saw it and I saw uh bruno was there uh superstar billy graham was on it and and he had barrio they were on donahue and vince mcmahon actually made a rare tv appearance by himself not not with lawyers you know not through a tv screen but live on a, on a basically a tabloid talk show and he was just he was he was there to maybe show face of, for the company and look we're trying to solve this but he was getting attacked left and right by everyone. And I thought that was fascinating. And, and you'll, you pretty much won't see that anymore. Now, whenever he makes an appearance on a show or radio, TV, whatever, or a podcast or like not podcast, but any, any kind of media, he will be, things will be protected around him where, and the questions will be filtered on Donahue. You could tell that he was uncomfortable. So I thought this is an article right here. Mitch McMahon is, is, is a, is a, is a, the per, a kind of person where people are always, you know, he's kind of uh, still that big enigma in, in, in wrestling. He's so famous and he's so polarizing and here he's getting his, his lunch handed to him on TV. And, and there were funny moments. There were tense moments. There were kind of uh, sad moments where you hear uh, stories of allegedly what was, what was happening behind the scenes. So to me, that had to be written about. And, and that's what the article is about. It's mainly the, uh, it is a steroid. It, I give some background, but it focuses on the, uh, the, on the uh, Donahue uh, show back in 92, I believe. Amazing, amazing getting an angle. Just take, just take something on. that's already out there. But yeah, make absolutely. It, make it a little different. Just absolutely. Just a little. Absolutely. Because then it's like, well, I know, I know what happened here. No, no, but there's this, there's this really interesting part I would really like you to read, read, and that's why I re did this. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah, it was so uh, crazy. Absolutely. Just crazy, man, what was going on. I mean, you know, it, it yeah. was close to, Je you know, Jerry Jarrett was going to have to take over the company because they thought Vince was going to get sent down, man. Yeah, it, he was. It looked was highly. To... It's, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad that he turns up with the net brace and all that. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Yeah, he showed up <laughs> to, allegedly to, to get to get some sympathy, right, from the, uh, from the, um, the jury. But I'm not sure that worked, but... Uh, but the judges that basically said, uh, you know, there's a lot of there was a lot of sloppy procedures here, and uh, you know, you go you go free. <laughs> you know? uh, that that might have been the end of uh, even if Jarrett would have taken over. That I think that would have been maybe hmm. the end of WWF, or it would have been a huge blow. I don't I don't see I don't see Jerry Jarrett doing uh, the Vince McMahon's job back in the day. Jerry Jarrett was good in his. His Memphis yeah. in his yeah, Memphis yeah. world, and and I would say a, a genius in in promoting, 
But WWF and something national and that kind of product, it's it's a totally different uh, animal, I, I think. Back then and even and now, it's even it's it's I would say it's barely wrestling. It's 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 it's, it's an entertainment entity, you know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you, do you still watch or do you not find the time to? And I know you're very much into the old school. I know uh, very much like myself. Uh, you, but, I mean, you can go even further back than me, you know. But uh, yeah, just the current the current scene and, you know, just extending off that. I mean, honestly, I really try. <laughs> I try to watch Raw. I try to watch SmackDown because I... I uh, I'm always reading about what's going on and, and there's a couple of guys in there that and, and, and ladies and, and, and lady re- women wrestlers and men wrestlers that, that I, I, I still think is worth worth checking out. But to me, it's if I just watch the, the normal uh, the show unfiltered, too many commercials, way too many commercials, too many pauses, uh, too many promos that I'm not I don't feel. I just don't feel the emotion. I'm, they're not. They're not compelling to me. They're not bringing me into the show, and I want them to. I, God knows, I want them to bring me back so that I can watch on a weekly basis. But they simply don't. So I'm. I'm so I'm like, okay, I like wrestling, but you know what? I still love. I still love to read like the Pro Wrestling Illustrated. So I nowadays I prefer reading about even back then still, but now I still, I, I, I prefer reading about what's going on as opposed to watching it because I, I, I like, I, I still, I love those magazines still, still today. And, and now they're almost like they're better than ever in terms of presentation with the, with the color and the sharp pictures and the, and the formatting They're They're super awesome. If we had if pro wrestling illustrated the way it looks now would have been like back in the day where, where I have a bunch of yellowed magazines there. They're almost like newspapers. Can you just, if we could have combined that, go back in time and take this presentation, use it with the old school mags, those would be, it would, it would be just a, a level up right there. But uh short, short uh, answer is I do occasionally, but I would say, 80% of my wrestling viewing is, is the old stuff and 20% is a combination of maybe a little bit of the NWA, AWA, sometimes New Japan, Major League Wrestling, Raw, SmackDown, but all that maybe 15, 20% of my wrestling mm-hmm. viewing. And, and it's a shame. I would really like to get back into it, but I, I, I can't force myself. It's just, if it doesn't work for me, it just doesn't, you know. That's, that's fine, man. That's fine. Yeah. It's good. It's good to have yeah. that. You do you watch, watch it reg- Do you still watch it regularly? I, 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 obviously, we our provider now. What has been for the last few years? BT Sport, yeah. Sky Sports had it for years, man. They had it, didn't they? That, that's where we had it here in the UK. Uh, which doesn't matter because they're getting it's all the footage from them isn't it BT Sport don't have a hand in it we get what everyone else gets Um, but they do like a 45 minute highlights which you can get on the app 
Um, I tend yeah, that to, that, that, I tend to I watch say, that. Yeah. I tend that, to watch that, man. I, yeah, I, I was just gonna can't. add that. Yeah, I was gonna add that. If if I think the better, but the best way to go is maybe get a con, a concise uh, like that, like more like highlights instead of the whole thing. But um, aren't most people watching the whole thing because that's why they're on Fox? They're they're on Fox to generate uh, ad revenue and and uh, but. But too many commercials, man. But anyway, let's let's stick to the positive. <laughs> but, uh, well, it's yep. I don't want to bring everyone down in the first what? No, is you're it, not. Fifteen no, minutes, it's, man. It's it's your it's your opinion. It's from your it's, perspective, uh, man. It, that's what that's what I wanted. You maybe know? most people maybe most people watch the way you watch nowadays. You know, on the app or or the highlights on on you know on the on their website on www.com. And I think I mean they got incredible traffic. So people are watching, but I think they're consuming it differently than before. Before, people would sit down for the two-hour raw and the nitros, and they would just eat everything up, man. But now I think with so much content out there, instant content at your fingertips, I think people are consuming wrestling a bit differently, but it's not like they're not watching, you know. I'm gonna go back to the to the past and obviously oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's get the past, let's, get, so, in the, let's, let's get, get in the archive the archives the archives of yourself your personal stuff that you love to watch some of the talent over the years man that we've, we've you know been subjected to and loved and just the, oh I, I got something for you keep right. on talking keep perfect, on talking perfect yeah Yabby is gonna get some uh, we're gonna get some art I'm gonna turn it an artifact. So let's see. Let's see what he's going to bring it on remember screen. Remember, it's, it's remember it's it's morning for me. So something. Absolutely, yeah. Seven but, hours behind me. But man. I know you were a fan, man. Oh, the warrior. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, this absolutely. is a ninety-two. This is a ninety-two mag. You got all the. Jimmy there, the Jimmy Hart. There, yeah, man. one of the greatest Skinner. Skinner. Absolutely. That's money ink. The mountain. That's Mountie. your, that's your youth recently. right there. Uh, Nintendo ad in the back. But, I knew I knew you you would dig the warrior on the cover. They oh man! W- I love Hogan. I love Hogan. WWF superstars. WWF super superstars. I love Hogan. Don't get me wrong, but obviously, like you know, five, six, four, five, six years old. It was uh, Warrior and Brett. Brett was Brett still. Brett still at the tippy top. I've said many times. I used to, I used to start. I watched Brett when when he was with the um, you know the Heart Foundation when he was basically a heel. I didn't get to watch him in Stampede because I, I grew up in Florida. But later on, when I checked out his Stampede matches, uh, Stampede Wrestling up in Calgary in that area, amazing wrestling they had up there. Amazing that I mean, if, if someone wants to watch rest, if they really want to, and I use the term wrestling loosely, but, you know, wrestling is entertainment. But they had such a style that combined a more re- more realism, and they had like a European also flair in there, and it just felt. And I'm sorry, I got to use the word. It just felt more realistic in their style. As a, it just you, the fans would go crazy, man. They had Bad News Allen. You had the Bulldogs. You know, really young Davy Boy, Dynamite, Bret Hart. Uh, just amazing stuff over in Stampede. But uh, go ahead, you you um you were going to ask me a question about the past. Yeah, 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 man. Go just, ahead, man. The go guys. Ahead. I to show you the match. That was great. <laughs> that was great. No, it was great. That'll be great for YouTube, man. When when this is out in full. Uh, yeah, some of the guys, uh, not necessarily WWF, because I know you're into so you know a myriad of different promotions and places. So yeah, some of the guys, man, that that you know still to this day you love. Oh, still to this day. 
Um, it's funny. I, I uh, whenever, whenever Flair, he does, you know, he's gonna make, do his have his last match. But I enjoy, I enjoy. Let, let, let's put it this way: I enjoy anyone who's still around. I know that sounds so horrible. It's just, to me, it's so sad. I, I um. I, I go into Facebook and, and today was, I think, uh, while th today we're recording this, uh, it was the seven, seven years ago, the uh, dusty roads passed. It's amazing that it's so great that people remember our heroes, but it's just so sad that they're gone. It's just really sad. And it, and it makes you really think about life. And, um, um, you know, I guess maybe, maybe writing these articles, I, I, I feel that at least, hopefully people if 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 i i some guy guns me down or something or, or i get run over by a bus or like hey who who was that guy they look me up on google hey this guy could he he wrote some cool articles on wrestling nice you know <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll get remembered you'll be remembered when you're gone but uh it's more of a legacy thing that i write sometimes i think because when i see these guys they're remembered but they're gone and they're, but it's sad. Um, you would have to, there are no, there are very few wrestlers now that I tune into. Honestly, it would have to be an overall product before, you know, I started watching wrestling in the late 85. So it would be, I first, I started my, the first, the, the way I started was my dad handed me a VHS tape that said Saturday night's main event on a sunday right and i and i, and I checked this out I'm like what is this i just pop it in our and on the va on the vcr it was our brand new vcr which i still have here in my uh in my room in my office or my nerd cave or whatever but the vcr that that the first time i watched wrestling that vcr is still back there in that corner and I popped it in. It was Saturday night's main event. You know that how the intro goes. The intro yeah, of absolutely. that is amazing. Yeah. You're like, what is this? Yeah. Who? And then you got Hulk Hogan flexing, and you got you guys think you got Don Morocco going down the aisle, Adrian Adonis, the the Ricky Steamboat. I I just I just still have it in my mind how that intro goes. I I, I look for it all the time on YouTube. Sometimes it gets erased, and someone else uploads it. You know, and uh. And I started watching it. It was just amazing. The the, the characters, the uh, to me that was so fun. Later on, I discovered another version of wrestling, which was on a tiny black and white TV up in my room. It was Championship Wrestling from Florida. It was Kevin Sullivan and the Army of Darkness, which I wrote an article on. It was that that imp they uh they had superstar billy graham out in the desert getting eaten by the buzzards it was something it was to me that was i was like watching some kind of torture on tv and and, and it was just such a grittier product compared to wwf and uh i was amazed later on when i watched so i got some dvds of of championship wrestling from florida i was amazed that that surprised me that it had they used green ropes because i was watching it when i originally watched championship wrestling from florida i was watching on black and white tv a little tv it was more like black green gray and black tv just switching the the uhf dial clack, 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 and i just saw championship wrestling from florida gordon Soli's voice 
and uh it was it was that was it man and my and my dad used to buy me magazines to to encourage me to 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 read and uh it worked i would read them cover to cover it's a good thing he didn't see the ads in those magazines but <laughs> and some of the some of the bloody pics some of the some of the pics of guys all bloody and stuff but i i read those magazines i wish i still had them but i still i think i have one still there that he originally bought me man there was it was like treasures for me I, I remember like early 90s myself now going into magazines. Yeah. I think it was still in black and white, this magazine. I'm, I'm in Wales in the UK, like, you know, and even then it wasn't yeah. full color. I remember having this yeah. magazine. Part of me wishes I still had it. I wish I collected and kept stuff like you have. But I remember, you know, when it sticks with you, they're like four, five, six, seven years old and you've got this in front of you. But that wasn't in color even then. And it had all the results you know, from WCW and stuff. It was amazing. Like, it was just like transfixed on this, this book, man, this magazine. Yeah, in the a, 90s, if it wasn't, if it wasn't a WWF magazine, the, 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 the so-called after mags, you know, the pro wrestling illustrated, the wrestler inside wrestling and all wrestling superstars, the wrestling review, all those, the, that family of mags, they were mo like mostly black and white and maybe, a couple of uh color pages and pro wrestling illustrated later on had that insert in the middle that poster uh but uh it there there was there was something really special about those magazines i, I really look i go into them and read them still and uh you just you just lose yourself in them and i i i uh it was at first I was frustrated because we're so obsessed over knowing what's really going on or what really happened. Okay. And that's fine. And that's, you know, all, all, all these wrestling books up here uh, off camera, those are, those are more like what really happened, quote unquote, according to Backlin, you know, according to Jody uh, uh, Hamilton, the assassin. But when you go into that, those mags, those are like reading uh, comic books. You, you, they're like, you, I appreciate the creative writing, the creativity of the writers who would he would they would oh they would uh, have like a, a story on uh, a Ricky Steamboat and, and and how he trained in in, in Hawaii and, and supposed quotes from him. You had to be some people saying oh that's BS. That was kayfabe. It was creative. It was entertaining, and you just lose yourself in those. It's like reading a just like a like a you know a fic fictional but based on reality like you watch a movie they say based on real events you know is is based on this but we made this much around it and 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 enjoy so uh th those those magazines were the internet before the internet that's that's what some a lot of people don't understand and and, and they hold a special place in, in a lot of uh, wrestling fans uh, hearts you know take me back Take me back, I tell you. I, it's just too much. There's too much, man. It's like kids today. I'm trying to get my nephew, my eldest nephew into it. We, we bought him the wrestling ring, the figures. You know, he's got the games on the PlayStation and stuff like that. But uh, there's just too much. There's too many things now. It's just the way it is. There's too much to take your attention away. Um, I mean, you used to, used to, if you had a couple of most magazines, you, you should, used to just cherish them because because you, it wasn't like you weren't you didn't know if you would be able to get more later on or they, you would have your parents would buy you more but uh but uh now 
it's great. I mean, a lot of stuff is out there, but but how much is going to be remembered mm-hmm. with 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 such fondness? Who knows? Who knows? But the good thing is, pro pro wrestling, sports entertainment is is still out there. There's so many options now. There's got to be. We talked about the new stuff, and we always focus on WWE product. Most people do, you know, AEW, but there are so many smaller promotions out there that are worth checking out. And, 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 and at some point, there will be something that really grabs me and, I'll, and I'm going to watch full episodes again instead of just little, little uh, like 10, 15 minutes. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of talented guys who aspire to be in, the, in a big company and, and with a big contract. But, but, but uh, there's got to be. And I, I I guarantee you, there's something out there for everyone. It's it's maybe uh, we haven't found it yet in term, but I haven't. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all new nitrogen infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Yeah. I've got to ask you, we've got Forbidden Door coming up, AEW New Japan, uh, cross-promoted United Center, Chicago. I've got to be honest with you, I, I love I love AEW, but I just think it's getting too, there's too much on the roster now. There was, there was a point where they were building the roster initially, you know, 2019, 2020 to a certain extent. And I get, you know, there's cross-promoting and I, I love it, but I just think there's too much going on. Uh, there's too many belts. We've got this all-Atlantic all title coming in now. Um, uh, it's just a personal preference. I love I love the show. I just think this, the, the roster's just too gargantuan, man. I really, be- I really believe that. And, you know, Hangman had only just lost the title and he wasn't involved in the Battle Royal on Dynamite. It, it, to me, I know they're trying new things. They're trying to come at it from a different way. I know Tony Khan, huge fan of wrestling like ourselves, but I don't know, man, it, it's gone. It's too, it's too much. Uh, it's, it's just a behemoth, that roster now, in, in my opinion. I, uh, AEW, I watch a couple of matches here and there. I, I do notice that it's kind of hard to keep up with what with what's going on and uh i know the fans a lot of fans are happy that there's there's this influx of talent from different promotions and and they should be this is great if the way i see it if there's if there's going to be a way to take down wwe all these other companies are going to have to come together and maybe it'll be you know maybe wwe will probably never disappear in our lifetime but at least we'll have a strong number two and competition always is always good in wrestling we saw what happened the monday night wars how how that helped the product how it made it exciting and and unpredictable i think what happens with the with the wwe product from what i've seen is that it it's a little predictable but it's just kind of it just seems like they're going through the motions and and it was strange because i'm watching it and i'm like why am i not like why am I not getting into this? I don't I don't get it because a lot of people are watching this. I went back and watched stuff from the from the late nineties, early two thousands. The crowd was so much more into it. Mm-hmm. The wrestlers were so much more into their promos. You just felt this tension in the air. You could cut it with a knife. And I'm like, 
this is this is the difference. This is the overall feel of the product back back in the late nineties and early two thousands. It was just you it was it was must see TV. And I'm watching it now and it just seems so sedate, so uh too too scripted. I just don't I'm not feeling it. So if if they can go back to to that um, that the way those shows felt that that overall that i mean you can you can you can cover the whole arena with lights and pyrotechnics and lasers but that doesn't mask the fact that a certain wrestler is not getting over with the people or a certain match is not really uh appealing for 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 the people there you cannot there's only so much you can you can you can you can mask and 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 hide right you just there's just so no only so many smoke and mirrors watch the i know you have but just just remember the wrestling from from back in the day it was just a ring and the two guys or a tag team they didn't have all these fancy lights they didn't have these entrance musics and i'm i'm talking about before entrance music like you know, like you would see Bruno coming down the aisle. I always hear this. He Bruno would be coming down the aisle, and 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 the place would shake. You would hear this. The people would just adore this guy, and Bruno. And it was a different time, of course, of, of course. But he was just a guy in tights, a black tights, simple blue tights, black boots. No, no, none of the, not nothing, none of the fancy stuff. It was him. It wasn't. It wasn't all the special stuff. Now it's not the special stuff now that gets a wrestler over. It's the wrestler like Jericho. I think, okay, let's talk about current guys. Jericho is a guy who doesn't need all that stuff around him. He is over, but he, it's taken him years and years to get over. He's, he's got charisma. He's great in the ring, you know, and he's multifaceted. So there's a perfect example of you could take away all the stuff around him and he'll still get over. Just, just have him come down old school. Just have him come down the aisle, old school, nothing. And you'll still hear, hear that amazing pop by the people. So I think, uh, the current product now, they they can it, it can get better, and you will you will hear the you you'll see the the, the fans uh, react to it. You will fans, they're not. I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see fans clapping and cheering because they're supposed to. I want that to come out of their their emotions, their pure uh, love or the or their hate for someone. You know, I want to see that again. You know. That's that's it, man. That's, I tell you what, so just going go back to Jericho. So do, <laughs> we did a Fozzy VIP last December, and it was uh-huh. like, yeah, the place is like 40, 45 minutes up the road. And uh, yeah, you could ask some questions and stuff like that. Said, this lad here's got a podcast. <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? I go, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Huge <laughs> wrestling podcast. He just nice. turns around, he turns around and says, How original. Because it's come from him, because it's come from him, I, yeah, he can say what he wants. Anybody else said that, I would see my arse, I would lose it. Because it came from Jericho, we have here. Yeah. I was just like, 
I could, there's not much I can say here. That's the man, the legend. So Jericho is old school. He's he's yeah. he, he's 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 one of the last old schoolers because if you go back to how he started and who he watched and who trained him, he still has that old school mentality and the way he he handles himself. But he's 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 been able to transition perfectly to the current product. But he ha- doesn't forget that old school training he had, and and it comes through, and uh. The, the, it, it, honestly, just 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 the older the older stuff to me is is amazing. When I watch it, it, it just it just grabs you. It's it's just it's um. I really I really encourage newer fans. I'll 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 make a deal with with the newer fans. I'll watch more of the new stuff if you go back and watch more of the old stuff. Let's let's trade let's trade stuff and 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 I'll explain why this was great and you explain to me why this is great and and we'll all be happy family on on, on Stu's Grousing podcast and Facebook and Twitter and all that. Let's just <laughs> let's just get a little bit of everything, you know. Let's get a part. Let's get a partnership. <laughs> let's meet. We'll have a huge. We'll yeah. have like a huge uh, Zoom uh, meeting here on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And- about meeting in the middle sometimes, not just yeah. with this, in life. I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that, man. Now, yeah. you do you do some writing for the logbook.com and it's retro mm. stuff. So just to come away from the wrestling, because I know you're right, you know, you're doing other stuff as well as pro wrestling stories. So yeah, how, how's yeah. that been doing that, all the retro-y sort of stuff? I mean, I mostly write about old school wrestling, but this was this was during when we were on lockdown, and I uh, there was a there was a website I, I I checked out. They would talk about retro '80s stuff, '90s, even '70s, and um, I I thought maybe I can write something about because I something about my memories from my youth, and uh, and I just started writing from it. It was it was, it was a page called Retro uh, Pop. Uh, Pop culture retro rama. Now it's on thelogbook.com, and and my work is there also. It's it's about toys and 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 like transformers and cartoons from the past, and just when I work for Toys R Us, KB Toys, uh, stuff like that, man. Yeah, but uh, that's just a little. That was just a little thing I wanted to 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 write about as a you know just take a break from wrestling, be a little creative, but on you know in a different forum and on different subjects. If, if, if I would continue uh, uh, collecting, I would run out of money. There's just like wrestling. I think there's, there's so many things now that, that uh, I would love to have. And now it's even more than before because it's, they have the red. Well, you can collect the old stuff all day long if you had a limited funds, but now they're bringing the old stuff back in your ways like you had he-man the master of the universe you know they bring it back with new uh, action figures a new style and everything so you can there's a whole universe out there where you can basically go broke in in in, in a couple of keystrokes on the <clears throat> on the internet so yes i active i i still collect but i i really really have to just kind of be judge, be judge. Uh, make sure I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have the the money for the 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 rent by at the end of the month, the the mortgage. You know. <laughs> I I don't I don't collect, but friends of mine over here, man, they're, they're mad. Uh, the pop the pop vinyls. Uh, the, it got to yeah. a point. It got to a point. Um, <laughs> a friend's yeah, go got, ahead, man. 
My friend's got a uh, Macho Man one, a certain one. I don't know if it's a chase. It's <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple of those, but these are more horror horror themed. There we go. That's a good Chucky, good guy Chucky, and that's uh, from The Shining. The Shining, man. That's cool. Wendy, Wendy Torrance. So I got a couple of these, but these are these – are, I try not to collect them because they look all the same. <laughs> you know, they look – they have the same uh, mold. It just kind of change a little bit with the colors and the, I don't know, the, the, the accessories, the pop vinyls. But those are really big over there too. Oh, man. I think there was a point with it maybe two or three years ago. The prices were through the roof. You know, if you were willing to sell. So I've asked my friend. My friend is worth thousands. Like it, 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 even now, even now. And the Macho Man one, I'm trying to think which one, which guy's a Macho Man it is. But it's worth a hell of a lot more than what he paid for it. Originally, uh-huh. we're going into thousands of pounds. So, like, you know, it's 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 gone through the roof. But there's peaks and troughs. There's peaks and troughs with it, isn't it? It, it could go down in value, couldn't it? You know, I keep I keep on. Th- I've I've heard that the the those pop pop uh, vinyls are going to be um, like the Beanie Babies of our generation, where where now you can't give them away. They they like all two hundred of these Beanie Babies. Uh, 50 cents each and and now they used to be like so collectible this is this is one in 10 or something 500 bucks and and uh who knows i mean there's so much stuff out there who knows i mean i don't i don't really collect for because i i'm i'm thinking this is gonna i'm gonna make money off this in the future i just try to i i got stuff behind glass like really old toys back there i just i just try to collect them stuff from my childhood like the first like a, a, a return of the jedi wallet my mom bought me back in 1983 it's back there in, in a plastic bag behind glass so those are i i just i just those are just memories for me you know from my i i come in here and write about old school wrestling and and, and look at old toys and movies and laser discs and stuff you know uh wrestling buddies back there <laughs> the hasbro's the hasbro figures as well yeah, the, uh, yeah yeah there's some over there yeah. through through lockdown uh prices i mean i'm in these groups i don't collect but i'm just fascinated by what people are getting so i've been added into groups and I, I, you feel left out man i, I say to, to collecting too <laughs> I, I say to the lads i said it's fantastic it's just i've never gravitated to that it's like signatures when we've gone to the uh wrestlemania fan access WrestleCon when we were at WrestleMania, I was going there to get photos with the, with the guys. You know, I wanted photos of Flair, uh, Bret Hart, uh, Ken Shamrock. He, he was a great one to meet. Rob Van Dam, uh, just so many guys. That I've, that's that's why I like. That's my memorabilia having the you know the photos of the guys I grew up on, man. Uh, but other guys, they're just mad mad into collecting. It's crazy. But yeah, those Hasbro figures were crazy. The prices during lockdown, everybody was after him because they needed something to do. And it just skyrocketed in value. It was mental. It was mental seeing it. It's amazing how the economy keeps on rolling, even through a pandemic, some some way, with, with, through the internet. Like, well, I got nothing to do. I'm, I'm going to spend some money on, on, on wrestling toys. <laughs> so let's go for it. Well, I, I might, I, this pandemic might take me too. So uh, let's get some wrestling toys and, well, hell with it, you know. <laughs> Uh, I've speaking got, of, you, you, you talk about wrestlers you you've met it just just sparked a memory for me um i used to work in minor league baseball and i they brought in they had wrestling night once and uh 
and they brought in uh, the Iron Sheik to to uh, at a table for him and um his agent is Eric Sims with, was with yes. him. If you ever heard of him, I, have, I didn't I know. Have. I didn't know who he was at the time. Now I know who he is, and I remember. Oh yeah, he was there. So it was Eric Sims, the Iron Sheik. I think this was before he got into all that Sheiky baby, that whole this whole persona. This was after WWF, but he was kind of working the indies. And uh, I was in charge of getting him his beer, and 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 and. First of all, I was taken aback because he was dressed in all American stuff. And he's like, America, America. Because when I watched the Iron Sheik, he, he hated America and Iran and Russia. And he, he was with Nikolai. Because there was, a, there was this moment where I stopped watching wrestling for a little bit. So, but all of a sudden, Iron Sheik shows up. And, I, and I, would, I would get his beer. And his preference was Budweiser because Budweiser is basically the iconic American beer to, to, to people not living in the States. Right. And, uh, long story short, um, he lost, <clears throat> seems like by, by the end of the, uh, the whole thing, he lost his money. He didn't know where his autograph money went. <clears throat> none of, none of us took it, none of the staff, but it was kind of sad to see that mm. I was, I was really, <laughs> I'm thinking, wow, she came in and he lost his money. And, uh, and I got an autograph from him. I don't have it anymore, which was just totally uncharacteristic of me. I think I just. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Somehow got rid of it, but that was dumb of me. Um, but that's that's some of those stories when you when you meet these guys, and uh, he was he was and he did his he did his Persian club. Uh, oh my days, exhibition. Man. Those things are heavy. Those, uh, those yeah, things yeah. are no joke. They're, it's those, crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, let me, uh, you know, all try this. doing that. Try doing that with the broom. Mm. You can't do it. No, try doing no. with those. You know, <laughs> it's all is what he did. It's what he did amateur before he went into pro wrestling, man. When he was in the Olympics and all that. It's just crazy what the man's achieved. But for the money to go missing, man, that's just that's yeah. disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm sure you were disgusted, like you know. I, I, I guess back then I was a little more. <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Sorry, I was a little more innocent, maybe, and I, I could never imagine anyone taking his money. But someone must have taken his money. I mean, because there was fans around the table throughout the game. So who knows, man? Uh, but um, I, I hope he's well. He's 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 very entertaining on on Twitter. He's a, he's one of those guys. If you're on Twitter, just just uh, follow him. You don't need to follow anyone else. You'll you'll smile every time. <laughs> I like I like the one from years ago on Howard Stern when he was on Howard Stern. Like you know, it's uh, if you've been on Howard Stern, man, and uh, yeah, he was brilliant on that. It, yeah, he, it's I know we've had Stern many had wrestlers. That, he, he's had he's had Hogan. He has oh had Roddy, my Pipe, Roddy Piper. So and, good. Uh, I remember Roddy showed up, and I think Robin told him he's a he's a little shorter than I thought he would be. You know, he just already and and and, and, uh, and he could have said he could have said something really. You know, very Roddy like. Even even go taking out the, the the race car because Robin's a a black woman. But but Roddy, 
you know, he knows he, it's not the time anymore to make those kind of comments. But back in the day, he could have just ripped up on Ron Robin. And, but uh, he behaved himself. He was a good sport, you know. And, uh, yeah, Iron Sheik has been on there. And uh, once you're on Stern, you made it, right, as, as a wrestler. That, as, you're you're that, a legend. That's there. it, man. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people, obviously, at his peak time, Sheik was, you know, he was Hogan. He was the... He was the anti-hero, wasn't he? That that was how he was positioned. But for years later, for him to be on there, it just goes to show, doesn't it? He had, they left an indelible mark on the industry. Yeah, that's that's a, that's right, indelible. Absolutely, Absolutely man. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been in El Salvador for? Like, how long? How long have you been there for, man? Well, I think I was born here. Right. And, okay. Uh, I went to school here, and then I went to college in the states. I went to. It, to South Florida, which uh, St. Thomas University. There's a plug for my alma mater, <laughs> St. Thomas University in South Florida. I studied uh, sports administration because I love sports, but I wasn't I, I wasn't good enough to live off it as an athlete, and I didn't want to be a coach. And what's left? Oh, the people who who run run the team. You know, the man the the management behind the scenes, the finances, the the. You know the the this, the administration of the stadium and the marketing and the promotions. So that's that was my major in college, and I did work for minor league baseball team up in Northern Virginia. I did volunteer for uh, the Super Bowl, which was between the Broncos and the Falcons. Someone's gonna have to look look up what year that was. Mm-hmm. I volunteered for the Miami Dolphins, and um, I can't. Different, different, different organizations. I left that, and then I started working in in retail, especially basically toy, to, uh, KB Toys, Toys R Us. One Christmas, I was working the the uh, the holiday season when KB Toys. I'm not in in over in 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 Britain. I'm not sure people are familiar with KB Toys, but uh, the big players in the United States for toys were Toys R Us and uh, KB Toys. So, but KB Toys went broke one holiday season. So I was working mornings for KB Toys and evenings for Toys R Us. So in, during the day, I was wearing a, a dark uh, blue shirt, like a navy color. And at night, I was wearing Toys R Us red. I was working. It was super exhausting, but I was just working with toys. And and and, and uh, I, I honestly, and, I, and I'm not... not trying to brag but i i really didn't know more about the inventory and what the store had more than the than the, than the store manager i really did I, and, and i loved working there um customers could be a little challenging at at, at some time at some points but um you're surrounded by toys right so that was great Amazing. i couldn't buy on the salary i couldn't really buy too many but i was around them <laughs> it was enough it wasn't <laughs> was I, I could I could walk in, well, this is enough. I'm around them. So these are kind of like mine and I'm making other people happy by suggesting what to buy their kids. And uh, but I couldn't really buy too many. I would get a ten percent discount, which is what taxes almost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, they should give more, they should have given more man. They should ask pay crazy. Me a, it's crazy. Pay me in toys, not yeah. money. That's fine, man. Yeah, I'll go man. I'll go live in my mom's basement, pay me in toys. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> what would you like to have if money was no object as a, as a collectible i know you wouldn't want to sell it on and it'd have like you know personal it'd be very personal to you 
something that you'd like to have in the collection? I mean, I would, I would love to have more, maybe complete, complete master of the universe, uh, figures complete, maybe not, not in package because the package goes yellow. No matter what you do that, the plastic is going to yellow, but, uh, I got a, a lot of loose ones there, which is great. Um, but if I could get more complete ones and in better, better condition, because a lot of those, they have what, what you call the O-rings, which is where their legs attach to their torso. Mm -hmm. That kind of snaps over time because rubber, rubber starts, uh, you know, getting old. So a lot of those are kind of leaning on each other or that the torso is detached from their legs. So it looks like a, 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 a like the end. What happens the, the aftermath of some kind of medieval battle, where some are just kind of lying there without their legs or their arms. So I would like more, just more, more complete vintage figures like that. But there's so much. Again, we, there's so much stuff out there. If you go to like a place like, uh, look at me plugging uh, um, Entertainment Earth. Go to if you wanna if you wanna go broke, like like in five minutes. Go to Entertainment Earth, and there will be tons of things that you would love to just buy. So if money was no object, I'd just splurge on that website. You know. <laughs> right, back to sport. Now, back, I know to, we, back, back to what we're here for. You're uh, a Raiders <laughs> fan. I know, Raiders. They moved, I know they moved to Vegas. Yeah. I know that, you know, it, it, they went. They, they, they left. They left. Uh, they left LA after yeah. so many years. But yeah, I know you. I'm not. I wear all these caps, you have you. But I tell you what, I, I don't know. I don't know too. I don't know too much. Dallas. Dallas Stars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are they back there? That is that one of those old, old re, the old retro old school. No, it's back? it's it's a current. It, it, it's like a current cap. Are they back yeah. there? But they they weren't there always. They left at some point, right? You know no. more than me on on the background, man. Honestly, because I get asked. I could. <laughs> do you know, I could. You know I this could swear player? Dallas doesn't have a hockey team anymore. They haven't had one for years. I could swear that, but but if if that if I'm totally wrong, please. The in the Stanley Cup. Please write. Please inundate uh, uh, Stu's Facebook. Uh, They've been in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. They've been in the Stanley Cup the year before last. Uh, okay, ben, so I'm totally ben. I'm totally lost. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I move. I move. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there was a team called the North Stars. Right, okay. Yeah. And maybe they Franchise. moved to Dallas. Yeah. I, no one said I'm a hockey fan. Um, but I have seen I have gone to watch minor league hockey in Macon, Georgia, but that's maybe for another podcast. But going back to the sports, the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. But you forgot to mention that they they were known for being from Oakland. Absolutely. The Oakland yeah, Raiders. Like a lot of people. Yeah, L.A., they had good years in L.A. They, they won their last Super Bowl was in L.A. Um, back in 83, I believe. But they were, to me, they're always the Oakland Raiders and Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I'm sorry, doesn't sound right. I'm getting to accept it. But to me, it's just Raider Nation. Wherever you are, it could be anywhere in, on the globe. It's Raider Nation. I, uh, I had a friend who got me an autographed ball from – one of the old school linebackers and he, expl he explained that he was, he was from El Salvador, but it was, it was for a friend in El Salvador. And the guy's like, there's Raider nation in El Salvador. Yeah, of course. You know, I was like, yeah. so I, I love, I love my Raiders. I, I get so nervous before the game, during the game. Uh, I, I get superstitious. 
I, I if if they won if if they won last week because I was wearing a certain shirt, then I got to wear that this week also. And and my wife is like, "Aren't you going to wash that?" I, I don't. That's not. It, it, it's clean. It's clean to the serrators. If, if if I don't wear this, they're gonna lose. You know, it's like you just you just get these habits during the season, and uh, and uh, it's I'm a football fan, but I'm mostly more of a Raiders fan. It's hard. I I could watch a, a any football game, but I'd rather be doing other other stuff. But when it's the Raiders. Forget about writing. Forget about collecting or, or anything else. You sit down. I sit down and watch the game. And I would. I love when I I, I get some people who are not familiar with the sport. I'm on explaining it to them, and I say, Hey, look, uh, the Raiders here are not doing very well because this is this is what's going on. I wish I wish this game would have been more exciting for you, but I really love the fact that you're watching the Raiders with me. You know, I I like pulling people watching the game and uh when they win it's amazing and when they win with the rivals just like any sport like in you know in like a we call it america we call it football but you call soccer football but the rivalry games people are waiting for those for months and and when they get closer and closer it's just you just you just you just want you just don't want to lose against the rivals lose against anyone but not your main rivals right that's the that's the thing you know I'll tell you what, that that uh, new stadium there that they built for them, though, my oh, word. Yeah. And then, obviously, SummerSlam last year was there. That's incredible. I, oh, I, yeah. do, I do like a lot of the modern stadiums, and I like the design of that. Like, it's clear on the top, the, the, the roof. It, it is, it's cool. It's very modern. I know a lot of people like old-school stadium, stadia. But that, that's, a hell of a, that's a hell of a place, the it's, Reliance Stadium. It's it's amazing to look at. I haven't been there yet, and I, and at some point I will. But there's one thing I I do feel that they have somehow lost a little bit, if not a lot, of their home field advantage. If you would go to the games in in in, in Oakland, you you just knew you were you were in Oakland. You just knew you were in the in the in the Raiders stadium, even though that place was just decrepit and and it was just just it's just an antique that was not without upkeep if you there are other teams in the league with older even older stadiums but they kind of renovated them that old that stadium in, in oakland is just uh it was really outdated but there's something about it where you're like this is this is the raiders and this is where we're gonna you come in here and and, and you're gonna if, if if even if maybe we're not gonna win but you're gonna really remember that you were here and you played against us you know now with this fancy stadium they got state of the art everything training facilities you got the feel that comes out from from outside and it comes in it's not a, the the field is 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 is, is a, it's rolled in into the stadium they got this uh this tribute to the 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 Al Davis who was their owner from absolutely the past. i watched the ESPN 30 for 30 on Al Davis yeah. man amazing yeah. amazing documentary sorry i jumped in yeah al davis is like yeah, I would say compared to wrestling, comparing it like to wrestling would be kind of like uh, like Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. Some people very very controversial figure, and he'll be talked about for years, written about for years. There's like a mystique around him, and 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 if you go back to the the old school wrestling, that's one thing I really really think that that uh, we need to get back to. If if we want 
pro wrestling to to pull more people or or maintain the old school fans i really think there has to be more of that mystique around the wrestlers like before how how can you be uh you know like you're you're, you're supposedly now in certain certain uh like AEW says that there are no heels and there are no heels and there are no baby faces at the way they're going it's you you just are who you are but if you're trying to portray a heelish let's put it that way heelish character but then you're on twitter and you're showing people look at look at how my garden work how that does that takes me away from it completely i'm not saying go go 100% kayfabe and just be a-holes with people everywhere you go if you're a heel i'm not i'm not saying that but let's keep a little bit of the mystique of the character like you know like the undertaker people knew he wasn't undead people i mean well no one's no one is no one well not no one but most people (laughs) are not that naive but he kept his character he took care of his protect his character for years and look how it worked in 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 a modern in today's uh, more modern product, and it worked. Why can't there be more characters like him? MJF, he's an he's an a hole, and he, but that's his, and that's his character. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I really think he's 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 one of the few people who kind of keep it that he's is kind of keeping it the the way it is. But it's unreal when you've seen it all, and you know the the lid had been lifted so many years before, and it's been done to to be able to do that. And people are questioning: Was that a work? Was that real? Is he really pissed off with Tony Khan? He makes a talking point out of stuff. That guy, whatever way you think, and. He's done, inc- he's done incredible. Do I think it'd work in WWE? Because it's saying about the contract in 2024. I know that's quite a way off. No. I don't know if it'd necessarily work for him in WWE. But, you know, Cody, Cody's gone back in, but he was established, wasn't he, for many years. So it's different. It's a different kettle of fish, in my mind. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give you one thing today. Things today are, there's always news out there. And, and um, I, I think it, only, it can only... Things can only continue to get better. I think pro wrestling is is alive and well. Whether whether people like me don't watch it too much anymore, but there are a lot of people who are watching it, and uh, and, and wrestling will always find a way to get people's attention, one way or the other. Either bringing back Ric Flair at seventy three years old, or you know, uh, but they but they need to they, they need to have stars. I think it can't be just about W about the about the company like WWE wants it to be. They have to, you have to have stars like the rock. You have to have uh, stone cold Steve Austin. and you have to have people like Hogan back in the day. You have to have people who, who, even if you don't watch wrestling, you know who they are. Like my family, they know the rock because of his movies. And I, and I keep on telling him he used to wrestle like really he used to be a wrestler. So that's how, that's how, that's how wrestling is going to, continue to to grow i think uh, they have to have superstars not they can't wwe calls everyone a superstar not everyone's a superstar i'm sorry 
the superstar are those people who non-wrestling fans know by name. Those are the superstars, you know. Well put. Well put. Absolutely. Absolutely. One last thing to ask you. I know this is going to be very hard. This is one match. Most most people tuned out already because we, we didn't talk about wrestling too much anyway. So uh, yeah, we, whatever. We took it. It's like, what are you talking about? No. No, no. It's been great. It's been great. It's been great. Going into other stuff aside from wrestling, maybe about yeah. that. It's great. It's great. Just one match. I know this is hard, man. I could name hundreds of matches. I, I, I knew love. I was gonna get. I knew I was gonna get hit by this because yes. you, you, you asked this. I, I would say one match. I'm not. I'm not gonna say maybe one match. I'm gonna say one rivalry that really. I think it was. To, I think it was done perfectly, and I watch it still today, and it holds up. The rivalry between uh, Paul Orndorff and Hulk Hogan the heel turn on Hogan and the intensity please I will ask anyone old new new fans and I ask old fans old fans already know but go back and watch Paul Orndorff his work in the ring and his promos and there was a believability about him he was so intense in the ring it just he was just he was just so mean and he really thought that this guy's going to kill Hogan. Just every punch, every kick, every knee, just, and he would look at the fans and he would just, he just believed what he was doing. He is, if anyone wants to get into wrestling, you got to watch Paul Orndorff, his work in the ring, how, how he did everything. I'm not going to say this and this, this and that he was great. And, and he was okay on this. He was the complete package whether he you know he didn't win he did they didn't have they didn't put the belt on him but just as a a case study watch his work in the ring so believable it's almost like you know like uh like uh, johnny valentine would say i can't convince you that wrestling is real but i can convince you that i am or something like that you know i'm paraphrasing paul orndorff was kind of like that in the 80s where people Right from the start, people were telling me, come on, man, that's fake. Why do you watch that? Look, he didn't even hit him. But then Paul Orndorff, Orndorff would come on the scene. He was so just exuded, just his character, man. And maybe another rivalry super I, I really enjoyed was, um, this was in the mid-90s, 93-ish, uh, Vader and Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. Because it was yep. it was already going into a, a time where the product was kind of um, becoming a little uh, softer, I would say, even for WCW, which has its roots in the NWA. But then you see Cactus Jack, you know, now Mick Foley, Cactus Jack being power bombed on the concrete, legitimately with a concussion. You would see Vader going all out on him with his with his like stiff uh shots in the corner bloodying cactus jack's nose so i'm saying you keep on telling me that this is not real you keep on telling me that this isn't fake but watch this match what am i what what are you missing here or what am i not understanding here this is amazing so i would say those two uh rivalries totally still holds up today 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So, two, two different periods, as you say, but yeah, no, fantastic. No, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, there's, there's things, there's things that still, they stay in your, in, in your, in your memory, you know, it's just like, if, uh, like, I, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of matches, but if you just t- say, hey, two matches, boom, those are the ones that, 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 that stick out and, and, and totally, we watch those today and in 220, what are we, 2022 right now? Amazing stuff, man. Absolutely, absolutely right. I need to just ask before you go, yeah. are there any, what articles will you be bringing out soon? Do you know? <laughs> Can you share, share that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I got, there's a, there's a, there's going to be one on, on Gory Guerrero. There's going to be one, there's going to be one on, uh, I think the more recent one that's going to come out is, uh, wrestlers appearances on movies that you may have missed something nice Fantastic. like a nice a nice not not like a like a list article but like a nice deep dive like a one one there's going to be a uh, big john stud he made more movies than than people can imagine uh, a lot of obscure stuff and um but I, well, I have all. I have my. There's going to be one on. Uh, there was an incident with Manny Fernandez and Invader Three mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and people are still wondering: was that a work, or if it was a shoot, or or who's telling the truth and who's lying? And and are these are these are these wrestlers? Are they just working us? You know, that's going to be an interesting article. Uh, there's going to be one on Matt Morgan. I kind of, I, he's kind of a newer, newer talent. Right. And, and I, and I covered him. So a lot of great stuff, uh, pro wrestling stories. Uh, I'm, I, my stuff is there and you got a lot of other great writers there. You got, you got, you got Benny Scala as a yes. great writer. Yes, absolutely. Jim, yeah. Jim Phillips and, um, you know, JP has a ton of articles on there. He's the, he's the owner of the site as well. So I'm just going to keep on writing as long as it's fun and, and people like what I do. I'll, I'll plan on continuing. Right now I'm taking a little break, but um, I'll think of something. I got a big list. I just got to motivate myself. <laughs> the, amount, the amount of research you have to do as well. That's, that's a thing. Incredible. That's a thing, yeah. No, it's incredible, man. You know, you, that, I can only imagine. You know, cause I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do what you can do. So I appreciate it. You know, and I can't, and I can't do what, and I can't do what you do. I, uh, to me, doing, to me, interviewing guests uh, was 120 some episodes. Uh, once, once all this comes out or some, to me, that's difficult talking to people like this, like this, this is an art. This is a, a different kind of art form engaging with people and, 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 and keeping it interesting. What you do is, is, is I totally respect uh, what you do and it's Thank not you. easy. Thank not you, easy. man. Thank you very much, man. Uh, it's been, I love it. I love doing it, man. I can't look in the say yeah, I've I said, it, said it many times. I can totally tell even, that even you're just having a blast with every unrest- single guest. Non-wrestling people, uh, but I've had that on in, in, in my day job before now. You're so engaging. I said, you don't even like wrestling. No, but, uh, you know, that was just a bit, you know, praise that I wasn't expecting. You know, I just, I just do, I just do me. You're, I just do it in my way. Your podcast is honestly, it's like you're sitting like in, in your context. It's like you're just at a, at a, at a pub and you're just talking with someone. That's yeah. the way your podcast yeah. feels like, or you're like at a cafe and just, you're just chatting. Sure, it's a Stu's wrestling podcast, but you, you talk about other things. Like we talked about toys. And I, love, we talked about- I love doing that. I love finding out about you, you know, the yeah. person, you know, aside from what we're 
predominantly here for we love we all everyone on your podcast loves wrestling or is in wrestling Mm. somehow but we all we all we all have different hobbies and and we all have most of us normal quote normal lives normal jobs but wrestling brings us together but there's more to wrestling in life in in life and uh but it's in, in like there's real interesting you get you, you get you got great guests man and I, and I appreciate you having me on i really absolute do. pleasure it's an honor having you on man loved it absolutely loved it my guest today relatively early in el salvador we've got <laughs> the, the early riser right i gotta from- i gotta get to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank I'm, you for I'm, already, time. I'm already dressed for work i'm like, like where are you i'm doing a wrestling i'm doing a wrestling podcast don't worry about <laughs> it man I'll, I'll i'll be there when i'm there man it's friday it's and Friday, man. It's, it's, it's almost Saturday, That's practically. So. I love it. I love, I love that you've uh, <laughs> palmed off work to be on here today. My guest, all the way from El Salvador, it is writer for Pro Wrestling Stories. We'll have links for your articles, Javier, as well. I'll make sure I promote it when we put this out. So, Javier Oost, I'm trying to get the surname correct. Yeah, Javier Oist, Javier Oost. Oost. Perfect, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. Thank you for having me, man. It was a blast. I had a lot of fun, man. What a fantastic guest we've had on SWP today. Javier with some great insight into how he writes the stories, how he goes about it. I love I love what these guys can do. It's amazing. I would not be able to do what they can do. So yeah, just lovely and honest and open is Javier. He's such a nice, nice man. It was nice to hear about the Raiders, his NFL team. Obviously, moving over to Vegas, the franchise. But yeah, some photos there with him when it was based in Oakland. But yeah, just a fantastic episode, fantastic guest. And we'll be back very, very soon for episode 127 of Shoes Wrestling Podcast. See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.